Hey guys, my name is Melina, and for my annotated bibliography, I chose the topic of George Floyd's death, and I viewed it from a cultural perspective, so I kind of focused mainly on the race differences within the situation and related it to police injustice, but um, specifically to one officer. But before I get into all of that, I would like to explain the main topics of the situation just so everyone is kind of on the same page even though this is a very well-known topic today that's gotten a lot of attention. So first off, George was a black man who was murdered by a white officer named Derek Chauvin um, on May 25th of 2020. And I know right off the bat everyone's probably thinking that doesn't look good or sound good because of past situations regarding white officers and black citizens. Um, for this situation, the police were first called to the scene for a suspicion use of a counterfeit $20 bill used by George Floyd at a local convenience store named Cup Foods. And that's when the first officer showed up, but then ended up calling for backup, which included Derek Chauvin and two other officers because he was struggling to get Floyd in the car. And I put quotation marks around struggling because he wasn't really resisting. He was just explaining to the cop that he was claustrophobic in case he seemed a certain way and was just concerned about sitting in the back of the cop car. Well, when Chauvin arrived, that's kind of when it all went downhill because he kind of just pulled Floyd out of the other side of the car and put him on the ground, like, even though he was already sitting in the back seat. And that's when he kneeled on his neck um, with one leg and the other leg on his back for nearly nine minutes. And um, during that, two other officers were also on... Floyd's back so he was like completely pinned down and during this moment that's when George continued to say the line that protesters use for his justice that he couldn't breathe and bystanders around him were yelling for Chauvin to get off of his neck too but he ignored them all and um the bystanders were also like getting closer taking videos but then another officer named Officer Tao was pushing them all away, and none of the officers were really listening that he was going unconscious. And that's when the paramedics were called, but when the, when the paramedics arrived, he was unresponsive and was later pronounced dead. And this whole situation led to different protests and riots, which also led to the Black Lives Matter movement because of these tragedies that keeps happening to the black communities. So my guiding question was, how did the difference in race contribute to the actions done by Derek Chauvin? And so I researched his past during his years as an officer and also his years before he was an officer. And what I noticed is he has a very combative reputation, which most likely played a part, like a big part, in his encounter with George. Um, he lived in a suburb that is 77% white and also grew up in the same area and attended Park High School in Cottage Grove, which is 83% white. Um he was also a part of the 92% of the Minneapolis officers who lived outside of the city limits. 
And it's long said that cops who don't live in the communities that they police in might not be able to fully understand or connect with the residents. So considering that he grew up and lives in a white majority community, it probably makes him act differently with non-white people. Um, He also has many filed complaints against him regarding aggression and lashed out anger, especially at his old work. Um, He used to work at a Latin nightclub, surprisingly, but his former owner told BuzzFeed um, News that she noticed his demeanor would change during special events for black communities and that his face, his attitude, posture, everything about him would pretty much change when they also did urban nights at the club. Um, And after all of this um, George Floyd situation that pretty much brought the attention to Derek Chauvin, a video was posted from George Floyd's brother and two other men, which I also use in my annotated bid, that they were basically pleading for Chauvin to get charged with first-degree murder instead of third-degree because he was blatantly refusing to lift his knee off of George's neck after repeatedly hearing him say he couldn't breathe while others were also seeing for him to get off. And as a result of Chauvin's actions that afternoon, a jury convicted him with second-degree unintentional murder, third-degree murder, and second-degree manslaughter. Um, He will also be sentenced at a hearing on June 25th and faces a maximum of 40 years in prison. And that's pretty much it, so (laughs) thanks for listening.